This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great, because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19 2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Hello, good evening, how the devil are you? Welcome for me and Mini-Me here. Um, hope you are well. We've got him back. Steve's in the house. Yeah, he's been away. Uh, is it a coincidence that he's been away and we started winning? I, I'm not casting any aspersions whatsoever. But uh, he's been living all right. Here we go. It is the prediction It's show. time. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts.
Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. All right, I am. I'm a lot better than I was. 44 days is a long, long time in football. Just ask Brian Clough. Or for that matter, Liz Truss. And they both lasted 44 days in what they were doing. Rishi, feeling nervous at all. Look, hey, I tell you what, two wins. Two wins on the trot. Everybody that hated, everybody that hated our goalkeeper, Danny Ward. Equal third with four clean sheets. He has kept as many clean sheets as Sanchez at Brighton, Raya at Brentford, even Ramsdale at Arsenal and Sartre at Wolverhampton, Loris at Manchester United, De Gea, sorry, Loris at Tottenham Hotspur, uh, De Gea at Manchester United and Alisson at Liverpool. He ain't that bad, is he? <laughs> what do you think, Brad? Well, I've been saying it for the last what, three games now, if you include Palace and that, saying another clean sheet for the Wolves' worst goalkeeper ever, according to some fans. I mean, it's just nice though, isn't it? I mean, Roger summed it up perfectly, actually, in his words about Greenwood, saying it was a, it's always going to be difficult to replace Casper. And it's taken a little bit. He's hit the disaster, but he's come through it. And now we all think we've got a, <coughs> a very much reassured number one. To, to yeah, take those steps. We have, we have. Uh, let's bring him in and he'll be really, really happy because looking at the uh, form table for the last six games, we were both Spurs. Good evening, Steve. Yeah. Welcome yeah. home. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have you back. Yep, yeah, I mean, we are actually, based on the last six games, we are actually sixth in the form charts. I mean, my God, getting a nosebleed soon. Up and onwards, that's all you can say. Up and onwards. And you can only play what's in front of you. And this weekend, it just happened to be Manchester City. Yeah, no problem. I've just been watching them now. Uh, bad team. Not going to win a thing. They should be in the uh, championship. No, it's going to be... Um, I think it's the right time to play them. I think on the back of two wins, bit of... Um, you know, a bit of joy going around. The, uh, I've got to be honest with you, mate. I was talking to a Man City fan. He's coming on the show tomorrow, um, Thursday night, for the uh, for the preview. And he actually is not a hundred percent confident. He said, "You know, their away form leaves a lot to be desired." Um, and of course, we are, like you said, on that two wins. Yeah, I think as well. Uh, I think the size of the pitch and that uh, takes a big part into it as well. You know, um, it's going to be tight. They're going to do a lot of possession stuff, but. It's not where there's going to be a lot of spaces where it's going to hurt you so much as if they were playing at um, at home on the big pitch. No. So, no. you know, some of the games they have seen when they played on smaller pitches, they do tend to struggle if, they, um, if the opposition's in the face. Well, all we can hope is somebody go out and buy Haaland a dodgy Chinese between now and the end of the week, give him a bit of food poisoning. I'm not wishing well, him harm like so far. They just took him off now. Sorry, just Steve. They just took him off at half time, so they might be saving him. Oh, God. <laughs> no. no, no, no. Well, I've got to be honest with you. I'm going in for a, for a checkup tomorrow at hospital, as you know, uh, up both ends. I can send him some of this, which is Picolax, which that 
I tell you what, that clears you out. So I'll send him some of that in the post. Uh, but Andrew's in. Good evening. How are you? Hi, Fields. Good evening. It says childhood legend Steve Linex. Yeah, it's all right as long as you're not 50, High Fields. <laughs> well, that would make Steve. But hey, legend, you're right. Legend, you're right. Amarty versus Harland. I've got to be honest with you. I think Amarty now he's been put on the right side as in the right side. I think he's done a lot better than he did at the start on the left. But, you know, it's down to Brendan. We know whatever we predict, whatever formation or squad we pick, we'll never get it right, you know. <laughs> but uh, but Terry says that Terry says a true point here. Don't worry, Haaland will never be crippled when face gets to him. He's been a good buy, hasn't he, uh, Steve? He has. I think he's brought a lot of stability uh, at the back. Um, I think like it's a game that's going to suit him. I think he likes playing against the uh, the big, strong centre forwards. Hmm. And uh, high up, Brendan just gets his tactics right by saying, uh, "Go for him, just go for him." That's what you got to yeah. do: attack, attack, attack. What What I like about Faze is Brad um, is that when he gets that ball. If he's got nobody to pass, you know, he won't take a risky pass and pass it on to a defender who might be closed down or back to Danny Ward. He is there and he is kicking it into Rosette. Yeah, he's he's your very classy, um, no-nonsense centre-back, isn't he? With, yeah. with some dazzling feet as well at times. I mean, that, that beating them, leaving them three players on the deck and... And then and still getting the pass away to a teammate was was something to behold. I mean, it's something I said in our post match show, didn't I, Chris? About that's one area we have been consistent in, and that's replacing our driving force at, at the back too. Because we know Evans is reliable; he's an anchor. But we've always, you know, is a what? Well, that that, that, that can be taken anyway. The subtitles are probably quoting it as that. So he's an anchor. The ship has been plummeted to the floor by it. One of them. Ah, We've always had an attacking minded centre back. And I said, you know, the business, we've upgraded. We upgraded um, from there originally. We upgraded to Maguire. We upgraded Maguire to the snake for Farner, but he, he, he was incredible, whether we like to admit it or not. And now we've upgraded it even better for even less money we've been really good at getting that player done and he could have Ireland in his back pocket and I, I would honestly can see it happening he's that reliable with what he does the way yeah. he reads the game is, is brilliant but i'm going to ask you both a question here and one word answer i know that that's for good uh, <laughs> that's for good brad up but one Please word answer go. would you sooner have fafana or would you sooner have phase? Phase. We'll come to you first. Oh, I thought it was just. I'd have phase because phase wants to play for the club. Sorry, it's not well, a one you, you answer. Okay, well let's take let's take Fafana back to last season's Fafana when he was fit. Fafana on form or phase? You still would you still go phase? Yeah. Right, so and Brad. They're both really similar. Right now, obviously, it's phase. Cheaper. Turn Chelsea down for us. But the second part of the question that you pose on form and both committed, 
Fafana has to hedge it. I'm sorry he does. He could make some Macy runs as well, and he was just as good in the box. He has that, that edge from me. That, that ladies and gentlemen, is Brad's one word answer. Hey, Steve got multiple <laughs> words, and I used to take advantage, right? I used it to my advantage. Uh, Still one of the top ten shortest answers I've given, though. <laughs> yeah, that should be a top ten battle, shouldn't it? This, <laughs> week? <laughs> this week. Uh, Luke's in, true red, yeah. I thought you'd, you'd get excited at that first result. I mean, Steve, one job, Liverpool. I mean, I watched that, and Forrest, in fairness, had a game plan. They put 10 men behind the ball. At one point, they were trying to get the ball to Salah, and there was, I think, five Forest defenders up against Salah. They, they, they had a brilliant game plan, and they executed it well. Tell you, football's a funny game. You know, um, we go on the prediction show and we say that Liverpool are a banker week in, week out. You know, you're just going to go, yeah, Liverpool are on the run. But the, t- the toys changed. And it's a case of now, this is the time to play Liverpool. Mm. Because you don't know, you know, even if they put the same team out, you don't know how they're going to play. Uh, it all seems to have gone haywire for some reason. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. where they where they used to be a banker every week, no, you, you're wondering if they if they're going to get a result now. Mm. Luke, is it okay to move on now? <laughs> this is a Leicester channel. I do like. I do know you like uh, you like Forest. I don't mind mentioning them. Give them. Give them. Do you know what? It's nice. All joking aside, it's nice to have a proper rival to banter with. And yeah. I'm not saying that they're any more of a rival than Derby or Coventry, the East Midland club, but you're more of a rival than Villa. Uh, or um, uh, <laughs> Wolves, but it's nice to have you back for that. Well, I've got to say, Manchester City, Brighton, I mean, the one score that was spot on, and I got it 3-1, but um, did you see the Chelsea-United game at all, Brad? No. Oh, well, the end of that one. <laughs> all I was going to say was, if you did, just tune in for the last 10 minutes, because that, apart from that, it was boring. Um but what happened to Villa? Uh, we'll stick with you, Brad, because you didn't see that one. What happened to Villa? Sack Gerard, 4 0. Wow. For just, we, we all pretty much said it when he was appointed. We weren't that impressed. We thought he'd get a manager bounce with his name, but he hasn't really impressed. I'm not surprised, to be honest with you. I think we've all probably said this. Leeds, we'll get on to in a minute about Marsh, but the same could be said for him. Probably all feared he was going to get a sack. He shows he was about as inept at managing at this level as uh, Scott Parker, because he clearly mm. restricted them. Look, at, you don't we don't go and batter somebody four 0 after you've just been beat three 0 by Fulham. With the greatest respect, you don't play like you did against Fulham and turn it around the way you did there. You just don't. I'm, it, no, no. I mean, Steve Southampton, Arsenal. Arsenal were lucky to hold on. They were, um, you know, um, after the great start they've had. And the way they were playing, um, somebody had to upset the apple cart, but I didn't think it was too soon. Um, it's it could be a down streak, a down run for them now. They might uh, struggle over the next few um, games because of that that result on its own, because they were riding high and they thought they were, you know. So it all depends on now how they do in the next game. Well, stick with you while while we're with you. Poor Tottenham losing. Newcastle, top four. Man, the reasons why I hate Spurs, and if you look at the game 
and I think the FA should some do something about it, is why have you always got six or seven Tottenham players pushing, handling the referee in his face, trying to change his mind, trying to run the game for him towards the end where they were pushing players, trying to drag him off the pitch? Total disgrace. I think the referees should now turn around and say, or the FA should turn, turn around and say, if you're hounding the referee, five, six players, you should book a lot of them straight off. But they, they, had, they had introduced the rule because of Man United were always well, well known for it, weren't they? Surrounding the referee. And I thought it was supposed to be just with the captain, but it seems to be being let go. But, you know, we will see, you know, if that was maybe if that was Leicester or or Fulham or something like that, maybe we would it would happen. But, uh, hey, Brad, you know, I love a stat, but I was just talking to, to Dan then on his show. Um, they had more shots in one half than we had in one game. Five shots, but four of them on target and four of them straight in the net. What a win. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what matters in any team. It doesn't matter where you are in the league. If you, it doesn't matter if you face 50 shots. If they have three on target and don't score any and you have three shots and three on target and you score all three, then I'm lucky to do the team. They should, try, they should be more accurate with the shooting. Um, and we were deadly from ours, weren't we, Chris? Because tw- 21, 21 shots, I think it was, but three of them were maybe in the box. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's what we needed. And well, got, sorry. Yeah, we did. No, we did. Um, but right, moving on to, to this upcoming weekend, we're back to a one game week. Um, thank God it's always easier when it's that way. Oh, Saturday morning, we never do well, Steve. Leicester City hosting the aforementioned Manchester City. Can you see Leicester getting anything from this? Um, I'm going to go with the old reverse psychology again. I think that's that's uh, the way to go because I want to keep backing Leicester. That they've been losing. So, um, Morris has just missed a penalty, by the way, for Man City. Oh, um, me What a shame. So, um, I'm going to say that Man City is going to be typical Man City. They're going to have all the possession and that. And tighter pitch, I don't think it's going to be like they usually do when they go out and score three or four goals. Leicester, absolutely 100% turnaround. And I think um, there's goals all over the pitch now. It's not mm. just down to the forwards. You can see you can see more and more goals coming from different positions. Players who's had Bad times lately, Telemans, people like that. They're starting to find the form, and I think you can see it in their play now that they are enjoying the football again. And I think that's that's the main thing. So I want Leicester to win, but I've got to go with the, the reverse psychology, and I think it's going to be close, and I think it's going to be 1 0 to Man City. 1 0. Okay, let me lock that in. Um, brothers, what about yourself? I mean, this has become a bit more of an easier game for the players to deal with mentally uh, because it's more of a free hit now, isn't it? I mean, we always say that when we play Man City because of the difference in in in, in quality between the, the squads. Um, let's face it, they're, they're, they're a whole different breed with some of their talents they've got. Um, but being 16th now, 
yeah, we could slip back into the bottom three if results go against us, but I'd rather be 16th knowing it's only going to be a point or maybe goal difference than be eight on, on you know what I mean, like on eight points and still mm. thinking we could be five, six points adrift. And I think the confidence has just come for a right time. And I can't go against Leicester on these. I just can't. I've got a funny feeling that we're not going to be quite able to stop Haaland, but I'm going to go for a big score here. I can see a scoring. And I'm going to go Leicester City 3, Manchester City 3. Wow. I think there will be some late drama as well. And I think I think it would, it could be either team bagging a late equaliser. Well, we know what will happen. We'll still be our last on match of the day. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> I, I, I've got to agree. I mean, it is almost a free hit. Um, I, 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 I can see there being goals. I and if we lose this, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm not even going to blame. I'm not even going to blame Brendan because, like you say, most teams I think will lose at some point to Manchester City. Mm. Uh, I am going to go for a draw, but I'm not going to agree with you, Brad. I am going to go for the first Desmond of the evening, and I'm going to go two two. Folks, yes, just in the hope, just in the hope, more than anything. But same uh, here, mate. I've just got this feeling, though. The goals we scored at the weekend, yeah, got got a bit of confidence, and I just think we'd be on the more from from. I think if we was on eight points, we'd be going as a nervous defensive wreck. And yeah. I'd have to go with Man City, but I just why not, eh? Why not? But Steve, when you look at these games, and you know, you are looking at third versus sixteenth, seventeenth we are now. No, yeah, seventeenth we are because West Ham won the other day. So you're looking mm. at third to seventeenth. Does it I mean, all right, I know goal differences make a difference, but you might as well go down fighting and just go for it. That's that's football, you know. Uh, I think Leicester's gone through a bad patch where um, all the fans and everybody's been nailing the players and the manager, but it's the performance, the way you lose. Um, if you go down and play Man City or anybody and you give 100% and you, you're all at it and you get the fans off the edge of the seats, they won't mind losing because oh, yeah. they've seen that you've put the, the effort in and you've seen that everybody's given 100%. And that's what, you know, that's the least they can expect is... It's the games where you don't put in the hundred percent, and you're walking around the pitch, and you're not showing any interest, and that's where all the the anger from the fans and the frustration comes from. And that's how football used to be. That's how football should be. Yeah. If they see you trying, if they see you doing it, they haven't got a problem because I'll turn around and say, at the end of the day, great game, the best team won. Yeah. And True. There has gone. Won. 4-0 Manchester City. Um like like when like is that the same 4-0 like when we played you? True. Um, <laughs> Terry is going for good evening, Terry is going for a 2-2. He's going for a Desmond as well. Uh David, I'm hoping for a doggy performance from us, but my head says we lose 2-1. Maybe, however, if we play with confidence, I think we may actually give them um all they can handle do you know what i mean it's just it's one of those seasons who would have said no disrespect luke that forest would have beaten liverpool you know that who would have said that southampton wouldn't have got stuffed by arsenal uh talking of arsenal anthony good evening sir has gone 3-1 manchester city okay um we are looking at the next game steve so we are looking at bournemouth versus spurs 
Uh, Spurs, like I say, are down in ninth on form at the moment. Um, and Bournemouth lost their first game at the weekend. Can they get back to winning ways? It's at Bournemouth, small ground, crowd very close to the pitch. Yeah, I hope Bournemouth uh, watch watch the game um, with the, the last Tottenham game where the, the players are getting ratty. All I'd say to the Bournemouth is just rattle a few, get a few bookings against them, wind them up and uh, their game will go. And hopefully they'll send two or three off because I just can't hand, handle little cheats. So to me, I'm going to go 2 nil Bournemouth straight away. Right. There, there, no surprise there. No surprise. Whoever came on to stand in for you did so on the understanding that for the uh, Tottenham and Arsenal <laughs> games that they always had to go for the opposition. Um, <laughs> Brad, can you... Well, I, I couldn't have seen Newcastle getting anything from Tottenham, but they did. Can Bournemouth spring a surprise? It's possible. You just wonder if Bournemouth's indecision to concrete the intern manager or whatever, whatever, whichever the word is properly for, to say the one that's temporary in charge mm. is kind of backfiring because they've, they've been a bit sluggish in the last couple of games, haven't they? Since, since that run, you know, the, the run came to an end and they've looked a bit sluggish, but Tottenham, it's, it's either Conte Spurs or Spursy FC turn up and it just depends which one turns up because they're just yeah. as capable to lose this game Spurs um, the way they are. I mean, Larice. It was ridiculous in the Newcastle game. There's, 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 there's no reason for him to be outside his box. I don't understand why he thought they need to do it. But if Conte gets them playing the way he wants, then they should walk this game, really, with the talent they've got. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of hope Bournemouth don't go back to getting beat every week because I, I like them as a club. Uh, but I think they're losing this one. And I'm going to go 2-0 Spurs. 2-0 to Spurs. I am thinking much like you, Brad, and I think uh, they had, they've had an amazing um, post-manager bounce with Scott Parker going. And I think that says more about Scott Parker than just being a post-manager bounce. I just think yeah. he upset so many players. But I think, I, I think it's going to come to an end. Um, and I, I, I've Totally agreed with you, and I've gone 2-0 as well. Um, talking about commitment to, to managers, Steve, Wolves have committed to the current manager until the new year. Fans don't agree with it. Um, Brentford were on the hiding from Villa, 3-0 um, down within 14 minutes. Can they come back against Wolves? Wolves, five goals all season. Yeah, I think Wolves have totally lost it. Um, they used to be a good draw or away team specialist over the last couple of seasons. I think um, the Portuguese can, uh, you know, all the all of the ones that are there, the Portuguese players. I think they're they're finding it hard. I think um, they're going to struggle with having too many of the the Portuguese players in. You can see it uh, throughout the team. I think it was a big mistake getting rid of um, the centre half, uh, Cody. Cody, totally, totally. You yeah. know, and um, I can't see him scoring. To be honest, I can't see him winning the game at the moment. And uh, Brentford have been consistent. Okay, they've had a couple of dodgy results, but they're at home and they'll they'll be up for this one. I can, and I think 
I'm going to go for 3-1, Brentford. 3-1 to Brentford. Are you surprised, Brad, at the commitment? Not not a <laughs> surprised at Steve's prediction. Are you surprised at Wolves um, being so indecisive over the manager? It doesn't make sense. I mean, you look how quickly Villa appointed, which kind of tells you that maybe he was a ticking time bomb. They were going to get rid of him, so they just waited for clearance from Emery because that happened quick, didn't it? Yeah. Well, Emery goes to Villa. You don't even inquire about him. I know people think he's a bit bizarre, but he didn't do that badly with Arsenal, given the things, and he's proven he's successful. Really he's a trophy winner. Yeah, he is. He's a serial European yeah. trophy winner. Look, there's um, a lot of people saying that had he been given the support that um, uh, Arteta had been given, it would have been knows? a different story. But, yeah, you know. who knows? Um, I could understand if, with the greatest respect to their their um, temporary manager, I could understand if they had an, a, a named face, a really well known named face number two. And what I mean by that is someone that's maybe dipped into the game a bit, played, you know, or, or has had a spell as, as as a high highish level manager. I don't really know him. I don't think he's played or doing anything at any level. Uh, Wolves have kind of been. Potato peeled at their own game, and it's not nice, is it? Because they had a manager who clearly lost the dressing room and chucked out half the team. My dad's a Wolves fan, and he says Cody baffled him, this player baffled him, all these players are let go and and sent out on loan when they're low on strikers. You're seeing that with their performances, the goals they're shipping and the goals they're not scoring, and I just don't see it changing. You know, we normally say. Well, last year it was Norwich, wasn't it? We said, oh, well, that's one. We kind of laughed and joked saying Norwich is the team that guarantees you've only got to be better than two teams in the division because they always get relegated. That could be Wolves this season. I really fear for them. Um, and I'm, I honestly think this is going to get ugly because this, this guy clearly can't do a job at this level. And I honestly think it's going to be a battering. I think Brentford are going to hammer Wolves 5 nil. I honestly do. Wow. Okay. Um change mine, you go at the round. Oh yeah, you give Wolves three one, but Steve went three one to Brentford. Oh did I? Sorry, mate. Sorry. Three mm. one. It's trying to help you get points, Steve, and now he's trying to rob you. That's <laughs> it, yeah, mate. <laughs> no, no, that's why it's up on the screen so everybody can see it. Uh Wolves have only won one game this season. That was against Tanner Forest. Um well, I say we've only won one game. They've won two games, but the last one they've won in the last... The only one they've won in the last five was against Nottingham Forest. They've conceded 13 goals. Um, Forest have conceded 15. Bournemouth have conceded 15. And Bournemouth let nine in in one game. And mm. Wolves are up there. I mean, but 12 games in, five goals scored. You know, they had 21 shots at us um, at the weekend. And yes, we were keeping them out and keeping them at a distance so there were long pots and hope and hit and hoof and what have you. But I think they've given the guy the job until the new year. I think they'll be down. Uh, I think by then, I think they, 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 they're showing no ambition to stay up at all. I don't think it will be five. I've got to be honest with you. I don't think it will be five. I can't see them scoring, Steve. I've got to be honest with you. But I am going to go 3-0 to, um, to Brentford. Uh, I do apologise to people. I didn't read out the Bournemouth Spurs results. So, uh, David, good evening. How are you? 
he's gone 1-1, Bournemouth Spurs. Uh, Anthony's gone 1-0 to Bournemouth, surprisingly. And Luke's gone 2-0 to Spurs. Uh, Anthony's, as this time's gone 2-0, Brentford due a win. Yes, they are. Uh, they are due a win, and I think it will come. Um, old Potter versus New Potter. Brighton and Hove Albion hosting Chelsea. Um, how do you see this one going, Steve? Um, I think Chelsea are going to win this one. Uh, they've had another good win again in Europe tonight. I think he's starting to get the players to play how he wants them. Um, it's going to be hard. Brighton, Brighton are good. They're solid at home. But I think Chelsea's got the momentum now. That they're not running away with results. They're not scoring loads of goals, but they're getting the, they're getting the results. So I think uh, Chelsea will win this one. Uh, let's see, 2-0. Two 2-0. Nil. Two nil. Okay, let me make sure I get it the right way around this time. There we go. Uh, Brad? No, you got, it wrong. you got it wrong again. Yeah, oh. you put Brighton. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> my mind, my mind is up my arse, which will be something else will be there tomorrow. So do forgive me. Uh, keep an eye on what I'm typing, please, guys, because it could go it could go anywhere tonight with, the, uh, what, with my mood. Um, Brad, Brighton, Chelsea. Chelsea, second in the form table. Brighton fallen off since um, since Potter. They seem to have lost the magic. Uh, boom, boom. Um, but have have Chelsea done the right thing going for an English manager? Not necessarily English, but they've done the right thing in, in maybe trying to settle for a manager. And we'll, t only time will tell whether he's up to the task. I mean, he's got a very good squad available to him, but he's made some impacting changes. I mean, I don't think a lot of Chelsea fans thought that he kept would be trusted with the number one jersey, but he's working something there. And you kind of see the knock-on effect, don't you? At Brighton, they've slipped a little bit in the form. But, you know, Trossard always scores a goal. He seems to be, you know, we talk about Madison popping up for us, but he's doing wonders for Brighton. Uh, probably, I think he's their top goal scorer. Uh, he's having a killer season. So that while they've got him and a few others there that have been together a while to pull the squad together and get them through this dodgy patch, so I think Brighton will be all right this season. I just don't see them winning this game. Um, mm. Chelsea have picked up form. Uh, the goals have come in a bit more freer for them. A bit more exciting than it was under two show, you get the feeling. Uh, and I'm going to go for 3-1 Chelsea win. Right, let me make sure I get this the right way around and the right score. A one first, then a three. I think I've got <laughs> it. Uh, it, it. It's making sense now, guys. Get me up a crystal up, will you? I <laughs> need it. Uh, I mean, Chelsea not lost in five. Uh, they are down to fifth behind Newcastle, but they played the game less. Brighton are still sat there in ninth on 15 points, but they haven't won in five. Um, to me, this can only go one way. Um, I'm going to go between the pair of you, and I'm going to go 3 0 to Chelsea. I think it, uh, I think just, I think Brighton. And it's a shame that a team like Brighton were not going to achieve the potential because he's moved, you know, because Potter's moved on. But uh, but 
hey, there, there we go. Such is life. Such is life. Um, uh, Anthony has gone Chelsea to win one nil. Anthony, just, just I was thinking the other, I was thinking about you the other day. Now that's a bit frightening, isn't it? Not not only am I thinking about you, Anthony, but you're an Arsenal fan, so that is really double scary. Are you still doing the show, the prediction show with um, uh, Charlie Hibberton Herbert or whatever it was? Just out of interest. Uh, Steve, Saturday night, Crystal Palace hosting Southampton. Uh, Palace are struggling, and I, and I hate to say this, but it's going to sound right, but Vieira's brought out the race card. It's funny. Let's distract. Let's bring out the race card, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, mate. Your, your team's just not playing very well. But they have won two. They have won two in the last five. And Southampton, I mean, I said the other day in the review show last night, well, somebody please tell me what is the point of Southampton? I mean, they either they, you know, win, they lose. They win, they you know, they're in out. They're doing the hokey cokey every week, just short of shaking it about. You know, I don't, I don't know what the, the point of Southampton is. Which way do you see this one going? Is it going to be a boring nil nil? Well, I think your comments uh, strike home. You know, you don't know how Southampton are going to be. Uh, you thought they were going to get uh, smashed against uh, Arsenal, but it didn't happen. And um, Palace at the moment, I think they're playing. Uh, they're not playing as a team. There's too many individuals in there that want to do their own flash things, and I think it costs them dearly. Um, so for this one, I'm going to go for a, a one-all draw. You're going to go for a one-all draw. What? Um, <laughs> I should be able to get that the right way around, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> With the night time, I mean. Um, I know what I'm going to go for, but what are you going to go for, Brad? Uh, this is probably the most difficult game on the list to sort of predict. I think if you look at the two teams, because they're always a bit mediocre at times, aren't they? And they both seem to have been going through that recently. More so Palace. You know, so what is it about Southampton, Chris? You know, you just said it. But what is it about Southampton? Just when you think they're starting to be dead and buried and they're going to do something to change things up a bit, they start winning games. So now, you know, they're not going to be getting their manager gone anytime soon, um, which some Southampton fans were starting to do. Vieira has always been a hothead and it seems to have carried him through and it, into his managerial career as a hothead as a player. Um, the, the weirdness of the actual excuse, if you think about it, just to try and use it is just a little into it, in my opinion. Um, I, I, it's hard to predict, and for that reason, I'm going to sit on the same fence as Steve, just a little higher up, and I'm going to go for a Desmond. Ooh, I'm going to call him the Desmond of the evening. Um, there we go. Again, that's an easy one to get the the right way. I've got to say, move up, guys, because I'm on that same fence with you. But I think it's going to be one of those last on match of the day, and the most exciting thing we may end up with is a player being sent off. Because I'm going to go nil nil. Uh, I, I just think these two teams are going to cancel each other out. Uh, but Anthony agrees with you, Brad, and he's gone for a Desmond as well. Newcastle, wow. I mean, you know, the plaudits were giving Newcastle. I love the manager, as you know. I've been down here. I've seen what he's done. Um, great, great appointment. Backed him. Uh, they're doing it step by step. Whether they'll finish in the top four or not at the end of the season, who knows? 
Villa, Emery's not going to be in charge for this one. It's still going to be the guy that took them to 4-0. But it is at Newcastle, this one. Is, is it going to be a Newcastle win or a Villa going to give Emery a nice a nice welcome present? Newcastle, um, breath of fresh air. I love watching Newcastle play. Mm. Um, when he first took over and things weren't going too right and people were saying that he was the wrong choice, I think uh, he's shown people that he's not. He's got the players that look mediocre uh, a season or two seasons before in the team now that are playing like you know, um, like they should be, like they are stars. Uh, on the other hand, you've got Aston Villa. They showed with that final result that they didn't like Gerard and they didn't want to play for Gerard because mm-hmm. you could see a total change in all the players, uh, not with the way they play, but the look on their face and things like that. But I don't think it's going to be enough to stop Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle look like a team now where the goals can come from anywhere. Uh, they're getting more direct in the play, the way they're playing. And um, breath of fresh air. So I'm going to go for this one. I'm going to go for 3-0 Newcastle. 3-0. Okay. Um, I think that's the right way around. Uh, top of the form table, Brad, on Newcastle. Yeah, they are. And um, they're, they're not slipping either. I was one of them that thought they'd do well, but they'd still have the occasional slip. It's still early in the season, I know, but they've looked good as well, haven't they, recently? Mm. They've, looked, they've not just, like, done it, got a bit lucky and, you know, it's all false result. You know, it, they've, they've done it and they've done it well. Um, this is going to be a tough game, though. They probably still were hoping Steve and Gerald had a job at this point to make this a bit easier. Um, because then players that Villa have that haven't been performing, um, not only did they perform against Brentford, but they showed their true quality of what they really can be with the right manager. They're going to want to impress. This is another free shot for him to sit in the stands and really get a grip. They're not going to want to drop the standards. It's going to be a difficult afternoon for Newcastle, and this is why I'm going to go for back to back Desmond's. I I think Villa are going to get something from Newcastle. I think it's going to be a high score or 2 2. 2 2 again. Okay. Um, me, Newcastle have only conceded 10 goals this season. That's the lowest. They've conceded less than Arsenal, uh, less than Manchester City, uh, less than Chelsea. They've all conceded 11. So he's getting it right at both ends. You know, they've only lost one game all season. Uh, Probably their downfall is they've they've drawn six, um, but it is a uh, what, what what did they say? It is a a, um, a job in the process. I, I don't I know what I want to say, and I can't think what the phrase is. But um, work in progress. A work that's it. A work in progress. I knew I had one here for a reason, Brad. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so I am going to go for a Newcastle win because I think. They, did, they had that post-Gerrard bounce, uh, but I think they wish they were probably not away to Newcastle for the next game. Um, ooh, it's going to be... I am going to... I'm going to go 1-0. No, I'm not. I'm going to go 2-0. So I was going to go 2-0, then I changed my mind to 1-0. Let me go back to 2-0. So I'm going to go 2-0 to Newcastle. Um... And Anthony has gone 2-1 to Newcastle. I just, 
I just think Arsenal, Newcastle just got the defence sorted there. Mm. Um, Colonel is in late, but good evening. He's gone Man City win, Bournemouth draw, Brentford win, Brighton win, Palace draw, Newcastle win. Um, that's the get in there and, and, and get them all done in one go, Colonel. Welcome along. Nice to see you. Um, to see you. Nice. Uh, Fulham hosting Everton. It's on TV uh, on Sky. It's the 5.30 kickoff. Fulham, I've got to be honest with you, Steve. Marco Silva, I didn't think he was... I thought he was going to have the same problem as Scott Parker in this division. Uh, he hadn't got a good you know, record of doing well uh, 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 in the Premier League. But he's got them sat in 17th on 18 points. You know, they've won five games. But they scored as many as they've conceded, 22 goals. Um, up against an Everton side who tend to play better at home, um, but they're they're up in 12th. They've won three. They've lost. They lost three on the trot to Man United, to Tottenham, uh, and to Newcastle. So maybe you know, they were difficult games. But they won last weekend um, against Crystal Palace. Which way do you see this one going? Um, hard this one, I think. Um, for the reasons you just said there, Fulham score as many as or let mm. in as many as they score, and I think that's going to be their problem. Um, Everton, I think, are starting to look more solid now, and I think uh, a couple of months down, down the season, you'll see a big change with Everton. Um, this is going to be close, this one, but um. For all the goals that Fulham score, I think Everton will neutralise them. So it's going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to say one each. I'm going to go one one. I'm always relieved when you guys go for a draw tonight because it means I shouldn't get the score wrong. Uh, Brad, uh, Fulham are eighth in the form table. Everton are tenth. Um, you know it's hard to split them. I do know you are obviously a big Lampard fan. Is he going to do things with Everton this week? You're about as big a Lampard fan as Steve is an Arsenal fan. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm more of a fan of Paris than I ever will be of Frank Lampard as a manager. Um, and for that reason, I'm not going to throw any curveballs anybody's way. So don't don't be thinking I'm going to upset the odds there because Fulham have impressed me. I mean, third time's a charm, right? To stop spending money and trying to stay up. <laughs> Finally, you get there. Um, but Mitrovic is on fire. Been yeah. scoring 40,692 goals in the championship, give you confidence to do it in the premiership. Um, but they look good. Uh, the appointment, obviously, Silver, we all know his record. We obviously thought maybe he's going to be the first one sat to do a little Watford there, but they've done really well. I just don't rate I just I don't rate Lampard as a manager. And that's literally the only reason to pretty much not like Everton and think they're going to do badly. I just don't rate him as a manager. I don't think he's got the right credentials to manage at that level. When he had it gifted to him on a plate at Chelsea, he, he did all right, but that soon fell apart. So I don't think he's going to do any better here. Fulham are going to win this and they're going to win it 3-0. 3-0. He is actually um, at longer odds to be sacked than Brendan Rodgers at the moment. Not for much longer. Yes, I, I, 
I think I think it will be a Fulham win. Mitrovic's Mitrovic is on fire. Sometimes, like I say, scoring goals in the second tier is no guarantee that you're going to score them in the first tier. <coughs> Akin Bayi. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anybody... I mean, I love Simon Jordan on TalkSport. I don't know if anybody listens to him, but he was talking about managers and sackings, etc. One, one of the quotes that he said was that... that Sometimes the owners do go on what the managers say, but sometimes, you know, you can't... It's not just a sackable offence buying a bad player because obviously they're good if you buy them, but you, you can at the end of the season go and go, why the hell did we buy this player? So just as I did with Akin Bailly, <laughs> I thought you yeah. probably weren't the only guy, the only chairman, Simon Jordan. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go 2-1, uh, whatever he's doing... Um, uh, 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 Marco Silva he is getting he is getting the goals uh, out of Mitrovic. Wow, Anthony's gone for a big three-three. Uh, I'm copying my own work, Anthony. That's <laughs> the top one, wasn't it? Uh, Everton ever, one, won. Mitrovic nil. Mitrovic, sorry, Mitrovic nil. Everton one nil. Mitrovic, an Arsenal fan. I love him when we bought him. Um, yeah, he, he's doing well. Fulham 2, Everton nil. Welcome back, Luke. How are you? Uh, you've gone for a Fulham win as well. Look, talking about managers, for some reason, this game is on Saturday night at 7.45. I, I, don't, I don't go why. Liverpool fans don't know why. Um, maybe it's because it's late at night and it's going to be, you know, it's Halloween and I think that Michael Jackson might come out of his grave and pinch Jesse Marsh and drag him back down with him. Who knows? I mean, it surely is only a matter of time, Steve, for Jesse Marsh. But we were saying this about Brendan. Uh, Liverpool can't be as bad as they were against Forest two, two weeks running, can they? Well, I think the question you've got to ask is, is Klopp losing the dressing room? Um You know, you, he's going through a patch now where, like you say, Brendan Rodgers has gone through and a couple of other managers that when results are not going their way, you start to see him doing changes now, which are Liverpool are not used to. Um, he's starting to come up with stupid, silly excuses. He's starting to um, argue with players. His faithful players have, have been there with him. And I think that's going to cause a lot of confusion. And I think if um, Leeds can keep it tight and make... The game hard for Liverpool. I think you know the longer it goes nil nil, they'll stay in the game because I don't think you know over the last couple of seasons where Liverpool's been a banking result every week. It's the same thing now. You can't you can't bank on Liverpool winning because mm. I think the way they are at the moment, it's it's the time to play them. And if Leeds need to get a result, I don't think they'll get a win, but I think they they need to get a result. So I'm going to go for a one-all draw. A one-all draw. Um, I've got to say that I don't know which week you're in here, um, Anthony, but Anthony's gone for Liverpool one, Fulham one. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know when that's being played. <laughs> I don't know when that is being played, but uh, oh, don't give me the lottery numbers, whatever you do. Okay, Brad. Um, this surely has got to be Jesse Marsh, the fact that no, the final nail in his coffin, hasn't it? Ted Lasso, goodbye. 
Soccer Ball FC. I don't care how bad Liverpool's form is. I don't care how much I'm dreading them doing a doing a Jurgen and giving a, giving out Christmas charitable points. It's going to be a beating. This leads. They have a shocking manager. He is shocking. He couldn't manage a. I don't know. He couldn't manage a piss up in a brewery. He is that Bradley Johnson of the era when he managed. I think it was Swansea. He's awful. He should go back to coaching the football teams over in America where they're of a lesser standard of football, I'm afraid, because he is awful. I mean, people will say, oh, look, it leads to Leeds 3-2 against Fulham. It was a consolation. It was like a stoppage time and they were awful. Their own fans were saying the game was awful. Um, so it's not even like they can take anything from that. They're getting slapped left, right and centre. And unfortunately, this manager hasn't got the confidence and the know-how that that certain managers have. I mean, Brendan's clearly done something enough to change it around and get the confidence going to get some results for Leicester. So, um, but he just looks dead. He looked, he was shaking his head at 2 0 against us like he's already lost the game. What does that tell your players? If you've seen your manager like that, see your manager doing that, you've used them, what's the point? You obviously don't believe we can turn this around. It'll be gone. And Liverpool are going to think that this is their Rangers. It's going to be 4 0 Liverpool. They're going to Rangers these and going to batter them. So you, you you're not a fan of Jesse Marsh then? Oh yeah, <laughs> did, did I, that slip that I'm not a fan of it. No, I just I, I'm reading between the lines. <laughs> yeah, I think what, mate? You, you're quite good at it because I thought I was quite subtle. Right? No, 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 no. I I could see the way that was going. Um, um, I have to be honest with you. Um, God, I'm, I'm sounding like Anthony now. Um, yeah, I, I, Liverpool can't be that bad twice in a row. No way. Uh, Jurgen Klopp will give them a, a, a shouting. And it is obviously, it's, it's back at Anfield. Uh, Leeds United are so bad. Jesse Marsh, yeah, you know, at least have a good weekend with the kids at Halloween because you won't have a job on Monday morning. And I am going to go... Ooh. I don't know which way to go. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go one side of you, Brad, but I don't know which way to go. I'm gonna okay, let, let's go for I'm gonna go five nil. Why not? Five nil. It's working, Steve. I told you. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool nil leads two, says um uh Luke. Uh, I, I can't see Jurgen being sacked yet. Bobby's in. Good evening, Bobby. How the devil are you, sir? Welcome along. Uh, uh, Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool won. Leeds won. He, he's caught up with the right week. Um, now then, Steve. Right. I said this the other week to you. There are there are certain things that we will allow, and I'm quite happy that I always <laughs> will accept that you will go to whoever is playing Arsenal, whoever's going Spurs. It's a given. But there are exceptions to every rule in the world. Um, and when Nottingham Forest is involved, that is an exception. But don't let me put any pressure on you. But please give me your, uh, your prediction for Arsenal at the Emirates yeah. hosting the team that I believe are bottom of the league. Yeah, I've got to admit, I wasn't in Germany last week. I was in hospital um, because I give the Arsenal, you know, um, the the win last time. But no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again this week. I'm gonna do it till um, 
till Man City are about 10 points in front. I don't want Man City to be that far ahead. Um, so on that basis, and that's all I'm going to say, I want Arsenal to keep winning so the season's not over. So I'm going to go 2-0 uh, Arsenal. 2-0 Arsenal. We, we love you, Steve. <laughs> We've missed you. <laughs> It's great to have you. Um, let me just tell you, here we go. You deserve this. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, that was better than any Player of the Season award at the uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Street. Um, oh, 2-0 to Arsenal. Well said, sir. Um, they, they didn't play brilliantly against Southampton, Brad. Um, Leeds, you know, uh, so Forest did though against Liverpool, albeit, like I say, uh, didn't just park the bus, they parked the whole bloody fleet, but it worked for them. But is this going to be uh, another win for Forest or are Arsenal going to batter them? Uh, I don't think Nottingham are going to win this game, um, but. Arsenal are in a bit of a bad form. They're not as red hot in front as gold as it were. And then, you know, they got that early goal last week, and you thought, here, you go. here goes the floodgates. Um, it's going to be 3 4 0 at Southampton, surely, especially at home. Um, but that wasn't the case. And they, you allow a team to stay in the game long enough, they're going to get something from it. And they did. And I've honestly got a funny feeling they're going to do the same against Nottingham Forest. They're going to be buoyed for that. They'd have probably preferred back-to-back home games if they'd have known in hindsight, being a wonderful thing, beating Liverpool. It'd be nice to keep the crowd there, keep the atmosphere there, but they they, they will be rocking to go to the Emirates. And if they can keep Arsenal at 0-0 for the first 20 minutes, it's going to frustrate them. Um, and I'm going to go one all. I think they'll get something from this far. I'm going to give them a point this week. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. We're probably doing backflips over there thinking that. Sorry, Anthony. But uh, I'm going to be nice. I think the dodgy form will continue and Forrest can get something. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Brad. Um, I've never really got to type this. And it, you, oh, hang on. Hang on. There we go. 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 One, one. So, Arsenal against Forest. Um, you'll thank me, Brad. You'll thank me. <laughs> in, in fairness, in fairness, coming off that game, you are going to be as... I mean, Leicester have just come off two wins and we look at it and go, OK, well, it was, you know, we haven't lost in five. We've got three. Uh, three. We haven't, we've got three clean sheets. But it was Palace, then it was Leeds, then it was um, Wolverhampton. You know, really poor teams at the bottom. But those are the ones, you, you know, you've really got to make sure you're beating. But the morale boost that this must give Forrest, having beat Liverpool, because I can say Liverpool could still be playing now and they wouldn't have scored. But unlike Brad, everybody, I am a true Leicester fan. I oh, that's below the belt. There's no need for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, there is. I am a true Leicester fan. And I will never, ever give Forrest a win or even a draw, you know. And 
I didn't I you know I predicted that they wouldn't go down they would just survive but I you know I'm sorry the, the, you know the badge like bad look well, there you go the badge yes unlike Brad unlike Brad I'm going to go through every prediction show now just to see if that statement is true <laughs> <laughs> you try and find one where I predicted anything other than a forest loss I'm actually worried now, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go three nil to Arsenal. Um, let me just have a quick look at. He's going to scroll up now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, here we go. Go on. No, no, I'm on a different screen for this, but um, what did I do last week? Um, Oh, I went I went five nil to Liverpool last week. Yeah, I think we all predicted a thrash yeah. week. I went four nil to Brighton over Nottingham Forest. Um where are we here? Um I'm just making sure we remember the state. I went oh maybe I went for a draw there. But it was a boring nil-nil. It was a boring ah, no, no, exposed exposed or I mean you said it was a draw. But no, um, <laughs> I, feel, I feel feel I feel dirty for doing so. And if it makes you feel better, <laughs> good. So you should go <laughs> off after this and have a wash down with a wet Daily Mail. That's what you should do, Steve. Last game, it's the two Uniteds, Manchester. I don't know where to go with Manchester this season because they are a re you know they're in the middle of a rebuild. But when it comes up to playing the the big teams, uh, they 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 seem to do well. That said, they've got their own version of Fafana, you know, in the, in the Portuguese pest. Um, most Man United fans seem to want him out. Uh, West Ham, yeah, they got a win the other night, which sort of gave them, you know, mid-table. Mid but they were below us before that game uh, when they beat Bournemouth. And it was dodgy win, to be honest with you, in fairness to West Ham. Um, how do you see this one? Um, it's which West Ham team turn up. I think um, that's going to be the, the main thing. Uh, Man United now, I can't see Man United ever thrashing anybody anymore. Um, they've not got that in them, I don't think. Um, but like it's, it's all down to West Ham, which West Ham team turn up. So yeah. I'd like to say that West Ham are going to turn up. And uh, I'm going to go for a 1-0 a West Ham win. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, no, two, one. Um, yeah. Judas there. What, uh, what are you going for? Judas after he reported his own nil-nil, folks. <laughs> yeah, that was in the past. That doesn't count. What about this oh, one? right. Well, well, that prediction was in the past, so there we go. Um <laughs> Manchester United versus West Ham. Neither team fill me with confidence that they're going to score like more than one in this game because West Ham were really fortunate by all accounts of two VAR decisions. I haven't seen them, but I've read about the, the, the controversy in there. They were, yeah, they were controversial. Very, very controversial by, by all accounts. Um, Manchester United just meh this season already. But what's, what's the difference between Ten Hag and... and um, and on Ollie, in terms of results and performances, I mean, should it really have taken 93 minutes, three calls against Chelsea, and they're celebrating that like they won the FA Cup final? Uh, <laughs> but West Ham fault was flatter to deceive for me this season. I know they're doing well in Europe, but they've still not really got going in the league. 
I think this might be last. The, the, the last last for a reason on this list, and I think that's because of the scoreline it's going to be. I'm going to go nil nil. You're going to go, well, nil nil. Okay. Um, let me put that one in there. Oops. I did get that the right way around, didn't I, Steve? By the way, Manchester United nil, West Ham one. You did, yeah. I did. Just want to check that. Um, now, for me. Man United, like I say from earlier, they're going through a rebuild. So I didn't expect them. I and I think most, <coughs> excuse me, most Man United fans are actually giving Ten Hag time. Um, he's got to get rid of a few players uh, are disruptive, like Arsenal did. Uh, we know that say Ronaldo. Look at him. You know what I mean. I mean, there's so many Man United fans want him gone. Um, I, I, but they are sixth, and if you're looking at the, you know the form table at the moment, Manchester United are fifth in the form table, just one place above Leicester, um, and West Ham are seventh in the form table, just one place. So we are in a in a Man United West Ham sandwich. Ooh, that's a horrible thought, isn't it? Um, mm. But I'm I'm impressed with Ten Hag, to be honest with you. Um, I think Moises could be under a bit of pressure, and I am going to go 2-0 to Manchester United. I mean, they did celebrate that goal, but it was a last-minute goal. Um, to be honest with you, thank God for technology, <laughs> because the ball was so over the, you know, it was over the line, but without VAR or goal-line technology, the watch, whatever, I, that was that was not given. But it was, you know, he got the goal. Um, you could argue that they maybe should have killed off Chelsea earlier, but I just think they're going to have too much. It's at Old Trafford. I, I am going to go for a Manchester United win. Um, let's have a look what we have got here. Man United 2, West Ham 2, says Anthony. Doug is in. Good evening, Doug. How uh, devil are you? Um, one job again, Doug. You had one job against Forest. You've got one job against Leeds. Don't let me down two weeks running, mate. Uh, Luke, he's, he's, Luke's going to enjoy this all, all, all season as a Forest fan. Uh, Yo, Doug, managed to heal from the pain yet? Uh, yeah, Bournemouth fan is in. 2-2, Bournemouth and Tottenham. Um, I've just watched a seven-goal thriller between Benfica and Juventus. Um, you obviously, Liverpool weren't playing if it was seven goals. Um, oh, that's me just messaging him there. Bournemouth to Tottenham one. He's changed his mind. He's gone for a Bournemouth win. Uh, I like to do an Arsenal win, but Nottingham are a bogey team for us. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. You'll be turning into Brad. Um and a quick question here. Uh, we don't normally do questions today, but a quick question for you, Steve. Uh, who is the hardest defender you came up against in your career and why? Hardest defender? Oh, God, that's a hard one. Um, oh, I think Mark Dennis when he was at Southampton um, because we played together when we was at Birmingham. Um, he seemed to know what I would do and uh, I seemed to know what he did but um, to be fair I did struggle that game um, so on that basis I think it, you know it was Mark Dennis when he played for Southampton Could could you not just have swum past him? 
Oh, I, I tried that, but then he just hacked me down from the waist down. That <laughs> didn't work then. Because he, he knew he knew I was going to push the ball past him and go, and he just chopped me down. Ah, so, um, right. it, it was it was a case. It was a frustrating game for me that one. But, um, well, it's, it's been great to have you back, Steve. Thank you so very much for coming on. Um, yeah, enjoy. Uh, having had your Alfreda Zane pet holiday in Germany, holiday I say working. Um, welcome back to, uh, to to the streets of is it Birmingham where uh, you're working? Yeah, just but, outside, yeah, Warsaw, Wolverhampton, so Beirut. <laughs> <laughs> I never said that. I never said that. Steve, mate, thank you very much as always for coming on. Uh, hopefully, see you next Tuesday. We've only got a few weeks left, and then it's the old World Cup. So, uh, oh, funny season. It's going to be a funny season all around. Take care, Steve. All the best to you and all your family. And thank you very much for coming on. I enjoyed it. Thanks very much. See you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, Judas. (laughs) Where's that inside for a bye? Where is it? (laughs) Yeah, gee, you're not Jesus. We, We thought you were Jesus for all this time. We know. Um, you're back tomorrow at nine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am. If my if 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 people get back in touch with me, Anthony, you need to message me. He knows why if he's still here. But yeah, hopefully, I'm doing a show tomorrow at this well, rate. Just to let you know, it doesn't look like you are on YouTube because you haven't got a um, a thumbnail up there. Oh, for God's sake! I'll sort that out. I'll see yeah. what's going on there. Just to, just to let you know, but Cheers, uh, yeah, nine o'clock on top ten battles, and what are we top ten in tomorrow? Uh, well, the, we're the panel that, that turn on the clubs. Um, well, rivals. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Many, many shows that might come that way of that degree, but we're actually starting the show. Funny enough, how you started this show tonight, talking about Danny Ward, because we are doing our, we are giving our top ten all-time Premier League goalkeepers. So that's whether they're playing or retired, obviously all-time from the start of the Premier League. And it's just listing who you feel is your top 10 Premier League goalkeepers. Uh, it's going to be a fun show. Uh, hopefully, if people that are on it are available, and Anthony just said, he's going to mess me there. So that's at least one person will be with me. Depending on how Dan and his um, other half and that feeling, hopefully he'll well, be Well, he's, he's done a show tonight, so I'm pretty sure he yeah, will. Well, he's, he's, yeah. yeah, well, hopefully. But I know he's. I know they've not been too yeah. well. So no. we'll well, depend, depending how how my uh, my thing goes tomorrow, I will try and tune in yeah. uh, depending depending how I'm walking. I could be doing a John Wayne, of course. Um, no, at least the pilgrims would be happy. And I tell you what, if you do not put Spider Kalich in there, I'm unsubscribing. I am never gonna talk. I mean, I will forgive you because it was a draw and not an actual win. But no Spider I'd never do that, Chris. I'd never do that. No, that's there's a, there's a line. Yeah, but yeah, and the line is not putting Spider Kalich in the top ten Premier League goalkeepers. I'm sorry. Well, you know what, Chris, just just for you, I might find a way to get him into the show, mate. At least a mention. At least a mention. Well, there you go. There you go. You never know. Top 10 battles on YouTube. Make sure to go and follow Brad and subscribe him and at Full Time Focus on Twitter. And, of course, he's always here. And um, he details are in the chat below, as always. Mate, thank you so much for coming on. No worries, mate. Enjoy it, as always. And, you know, you are a, you know, you're only six points ahead now. 
that, that'll get extended after this week. Don't worry about it, mate. Steve's back. Normal, normal order always resumes. <laughs> Indeed it will. Take care, buddy. Enjoy the show tomorrow. Take care, mate. Thank See you. Cheers. Thanks to Brad there. Uh, yeah, I'm probably not going to be on in any form tomorrow. Uh, I will be back on, on the Thursday. Um, it's not 9 o'clock. It's going to be 7.45 for the Manchester City preview. Um, looking forward to that. Not. Thanks, everybody, for watching. If you haven't done to this uh, channel yet, please make sure that you do what my little friend Mini-Me says here. And uh, please give us a subscribe. And if you have subscribed, please press that like button. I can't tell you how much that does help the channel. It takes us um, to onto people's homepages that will see us. We're trying to get to 1.5 before the World Cup in subscribers. We're at 1.48. We're about 25 away, please, or 15 away. I mean, please, please give us a subscribe if you've not. And if you have, please press that like button. Thank you so much to everybody that was in the chat uh, in some form or another with your predictions. Luke, it's always a pleasure to see you, mate. You take the banter, you give it. That's what I like to see. Um, thanks to Steve. Nice to have him back. I will be back, like I say, on Thursday, day off tomorrow uh, for reasons. And I will see you. see you then. Stay safe. And remember what I always say. Don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. watching these videos are tremendous you better like them too or i'll be back lester till i die tv they think it's all over sports social podcast network this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans